0: I'm Blake Hardcastle. This is the Stories You've Missed podcast. Welcome back to the podcast Stories You've Missed. My guests today are Al and Nancy Williams. Al grew up in Waco, Texas and worked for Texas Instruments for over three decades. He's a graduate of Texas A&M and loves all things Aggies. This is me, the obligatory whoop. Is that what you guys? Whoop. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> and he even likes jokes. He loves sports and played competitive leagues to his 40s. Nancy is from Shreveport, Louisiana, and she's been working as a dental hygienist for almost 40 years. Uh, she lo- enjoys the beach, vintage artistry, and sewing, and Alan and Nancy have been married for 38 years. They have two adult children and one grandchild. Welcome, Alan and Nancy. Thank you. Good to be here. So you guys are joining me um, to explore how you've experienced God's grace in the process of adoption, mm-hmm. and I'm sure this could probably be a... Long discussion, maybe you had mm-hmm. long session with people. We're just going to do, you know, 10 or 15 minutes here. So give us uh, a little bit of insight into how did you know God was leading you to adoption?
1: Well, it goes all the way back to when I was in high school. And I just felt this amazing, um, like, enthusiasm about adoption. Mm. And I used to run around and tell my friends, don't you think adoption is the coolest thing? And they would look at me like, Woman, you have lost your mind. Were you the only person
0: saying this at the time? (laughs) Yes,
1: yes. And I really, at the time, had a heart for special needs adoption. So I really envisioned myself as adopting a special needs child of some type. But, um, and then, you know, the years went on. I just always thought it was a really cool idea. And then Al and I got married.
2: And uh, by the way, uh, I didn't have that same uh, feeling when I was in <laughs> high school. Uh, but God does amazing work in lives. So we—I did not know that. And so, uh, but I'll pick up with the story here. We got married in uh, in nineteen eighty-one, and uh, and we're married for a, a few years. And then the the, the the discussion about children came up, and we had no idea that that we were going to uh, have infertility issues and stuff. But, uh, but we also, it, it, going through that, I had no idea really until we started really getting into this about Nancy's heart for, for so many years because, I, like I said, I did not share the idea of adoption. I'll so be, let me just
0: interrupt you. So in dating, you, you know, you didn't, you
2: weren't aware. Oh, Nancy's definitely adopting at least one kid. That's definitely happening. Uh, we we it, it did. It probably did come up. Uh, I just didn't see it as a future reality yeah. necessarily. But yeah. yes, I mean we we knew we each did other. discuss. That. Yes, yeah. we yeah. knew each other well enough to know mm-hmm. that some things like that. But mm-hmm. Nancy had a lot of ideas yeah. that I. <laughs> but <laughs>
1: that yes, you, that it, it, it definitely
2: was not a shock. But uh, but when the rubber met the road, yeah. When the time came. Uh, then I felt God working in my heart okay. it, it was important to her, and when we started the conversation about approaching the idea of adoption uh I think I came around fairly quickly, like you know this is what this is what God's doing,
0: so neither one of you felt like, okay, I have to I, I got trapped by God in the Bible he this is something he put in you that this is the mm-hmm. delight for you
1: i I felt that al thought it it was at at one. At one time, it was a last resort, hmm. sort of, because we went through a lot of fertility yeah. um, issues and some painful things, mm-hmm. miscarriages, mm-hmm. and yeah. so there were some heartbreaking yeah. situations. And so, I, th- I think it took you a little while to come around.
2: And that's fair. That's fair because we did go through. Because we, you know, we like she said, we went through. Uh, we went through some very painful times, and and so, but once we found, it came to the point to where, and we had exhausted. We were not going to go do everything known Mm -hmm. to mankind medically, right? It was not, I wasn't either. I'm too cheap or I was more (laughs) faithful. I'm not sure which, which is why, but it doesn't matter now. But, uh, but it turned out to be, and then, and then when we started going to some of the seminars and starting Mm -hmm. to kind of see how, where I I started getting more comfortable with the, uh, with the whole idea. And then it felt like, uh, that we were just, uh, we were just, we were moving that together in that direction.
0: And we'll just go ahead and give props to the organization you guys, um, Went through, and, and mm-hmm. I think you're still in some ways connected or supportive of?
1: Mm-hmm. It, it was Methodist Mission Home. And at the time, I, I don't think they're under that um, title anymore. I believe Blake
2: is referred to. Yes, it was Methodist oh. Mission Home, but it was, but the. Uh, there was a couple of it we have two adoptions in our in mm-hmm. our life and so with our son Reed it was through the life House okay. who we have the connection with yeah uh, and but uh, but it was still through the Methodist mission home yeah our first child our daughter it was through the Methodist Mission home but lifehouse was not involved in mm-hmm. it gotcha, whatsoever. that time. Mm-hmm. yeah it was strictly through the agency yeah quick story on that if I can just real quick I remember the day we picked up our precious daughter and uh, how old was she she was six weeks old okay and we, we go down there they call us on a Wednesday and say hey now we'd not have been on the waiting list very long and they said, "Listen, how would you l- like to come down to San Antonio and pick up a, a precious little daughter and how about like Friday?" So, now, so that is, was two days. It's this on a is on <laughs> Wednesday. This is Wednesday. We we have really not made many preparations and so it was a surreal experience. Hmm. Yes. And uh
1: she was 6 weeks old and uh and so we drove down on that Friday. So you
2: went to work Thursday?
1: Yes, I went to work Thursday. Um, I took
0: off Friday. You took off, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we we you had slept not, a whole lot or
0: didn't sleep much at all.
1: We had not done really one thing to prepare for a baby. <laughs> we didn't know anything about parenting. We didn't have diapers. We had nothing. Yeah. But we showed up happy. Yeah, yeah. And we we the birth parents were there, and mm-hmm. they placed her in our arms. Wow. And it was wow the most amazing. That's symbolic. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was beautiful. And,
2: and we actually got to beat. Uh, the, the two birth parents, mm-hmm. two young,
1: mm-hmm. very
2: young, yeah. uh, very young people. And uh, but I got to tell the quick story. So we, we go through all this stuff again. It was like an out-of-body experience. But so when we finally leave, they say, well, okay, it's time. You know, you go, you're leaving. And we, we took the little precious Molly, our baby and put her in a seat. And we, and, and we're like, and we kind of felt like we were, it, it felt like it was, it seemed illegal or something. We were just driving <laughs> away with a baby. And uh, so we get down the road, We I stop. I remember stopping and say, I look at Nancy, she looks at me, I said, what have we done? <laughs> In a great way, but it was kind of yeah. like. I
1: got a surge of anxiety. Yeah. That yeah. Because I had this sudden realization that I had not really thought through about the yeah. the reality and the overwhelming mm-hmm. heaviness of uh, yeah. that now I'm responsible for, for, yeah. At least eighteen years <laughs> yeah.
0: and,
2: and the only time but, I really, but for sure tonight and
1: tomorrow yeah, I exactly. mean eighteen exactly. years I can get through tonight,
2: yeah, okay, one last story about that uh, we're driving back from San Antonio to Houston the only the only time I've really spoken into how we raise our children in terms of uh, like food and things like that was on that trip. we're driving back, Molly's screaming at the at the top of her lungs, and they gave us one bottle for the drive home. And Nancy starts worrying about. Well, is it good? I hadn't been cold. Is it good? I said, "Listen, she's been screaming for two hours. Stick it in her mouth."
1: <laughs> okay, she, not two hours. Okay, I, I stretch like a maybe fifteen. <laughs> okay, maybe 15, twenty <laughs> minutes.
0: But there's no cell phones at this point, <laughs> no, where you can call somebody no, or exactly, call your own parents. Exactly. Hey, how'd you do this? No. Yeah, exactly. No.
1: So we fed her the bottle. She didn't get sick. It was fine. Mm-hmm. And you know, after that, I got a lot of information from friends, friends and family.
2: <laughs> and that was over thirty years ago. Thirty-one. 31. Yep. Yeah.
0: And so, you know, God's timing, He didn't give you a long on-ramp
1: Mm-mm. to
0: warm up and stretch mm-hmm. and paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did he leave you abandoned? Did he give you this baby and
1: He did not leave us abandoned? It was it was a little stressful, but it was beautiful. It was mm. the most incredible experience to think. I mean, when they placed their birth child in our arms. Yeah. To care for, you know, and to to for us to just love on and care for, it was an amazing experience, and I am just forever grateful. Yeah. for that.
2: Our testimony is that we really truly believe you know, that God had her in our home from the foundation of the world, and mm. so it took it, it took a while for us to grow into. I mean, we knew it, but it just. We just we've we saw the evidence of that uh, throughout our lifetime, and uh, hey, there's been some bumps and bruises. Mm-hmm. We all have bumps and bruises, but uh, but we uh, we thank God that he thought uh, he thought well enough of us to to take that responsibility of her, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. And so you uh, have a girl, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> at some point you go through the whole process again. Right. Now the process, at least my limited knowledge is, is a home study usually, or somebody comes to look mm-hmm. and see. Mm-hmm. Can a, should a baby be placed here or not so right. somebody checks on you yes. and um and you're vetted, and it's paperwork and mm-hmm. all the rest and
2: um and so you go through this whole process again hmm mm-hmm. okay, actually, Nancy, why do not you explain because you could do it a little bit better the first time was was not an open adoption
0: okay from the from and mommy, describe for
2: listeners what an open versus a closed adoption is
1: well, and it wasn't closed it was semi okay um closed or semi yeah. open and so with that one, with our first, with Molly, it was, um, we could keep in touch with the birth parents, but it was mm-hmm. through the agency. We didn't okay. know the birth parents' yeah. last name, and we knew very little about them. We kind of knew where they, um, the town they were from. But um, so we had to all communication went mm-hmm. through the agency. So we, letters, pictures, that kind of thing. So we um, communicated that way, but it was limited information. And so then with the second time, when we went to the meeting, they said, "Well, now it's it's uh, semi disclosed, semi disclosed. Well, that was sem- it was semi disclosed, but they said now this is going to be open adoption. Oh, okay, is basically okay. the way they presented yeah, it. Right. That's right. Yeah. And they said, but since you two have already adopted through the agency, you can have the choice to have semi disclose okay. disclosure." And so we, we left the meeting, and in my mind, because Al's a very conservative guy who doesn't, like I'm a free thinker, I'm like, yeah, let's try it, we'll do it. But Al's he's more cautious about things. And, and so um, we left the meeting, and I'm thinking, he'll never go for open. And they said, you might have to wait longer if you do the mm-hmm. semi-disclosure, because yeah. birth parents kind of like the yeah. open. And so we just left, and we said, well, just, let's just pray about this. Mm-hmm. Let's pray about it together, but we'll pray about it separately, and then we'll come back and talk about it. And so we did that. And when we came back together to talk about it, he said, yeah, let's just make this a faith walk. Let's Mm -hmm. do the open."
0: And had God, you know, wrote on a wall, burned a bush? How how did he make this clear to you? How, How did you have a sense of we have peace going in this direction?
1: Well, I had peace about it. Because I just, you know, kind of I, I dive into water yeah. and then worry about the <laughs> details later. <laughs>
0: I adopt babies and figure out the <laughs> nursery later. Yeah.
2: Well, and I think to add to that, I think that we it, it was clear to us that he was already he's already been moving in our lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, stuffy. We were just it was just it's just a it's just a faith walk for uh, it's like a, a marathon. We just continue to say trust him that uh, that this is the the route to go and 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 actually we maybe we can get into this a little bit later, but maybe just now. Through the open adoption, there are, there are different things to consider. I mean, because you really, uh, I don't know if we need to tell the story about when that seventeen-year-old called the house and said, "Listen, I'd like to come to your house uh, tomorrow afternoon if I can, because I think we, I think we've, I, I think." I have chosen you guys. Oh, and, well, that uh, was
1: after she and I. The, our initial yes. conversation was four hours. She called me one day. This and is a, said,
0: this is a second adoption. The second adoption. And I think you'd wrote a letter to a prospective parent. Yes. Correct. Here's, here's who our family's mother, like. Dear yeah. birth Mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And so she she prayed over the, le- the, the her story is that she um, received this book of letters from um, couples that parent. want yeah. to uh, adopt, mm-hmm. and that she just prayed over mm-hmm. the book. She's a very strong Christian mm-hmm. woman. And I'm young, very young at the time. And so she said she prayed over the book, and then she um, came up on our letters that we had written and just was really taken by him. And so she called me, and the first, I said, she said, I'm considering adoption. I wanted to talk to you. And I said, I'm so nervous. I can't believe, I don't even know what to say to you. I'm so, mm-hmm. you know, I've been waiting for a phone call like mm-hmm. this, but I just really don't know what to say. But you say. thought it
0: would come from the agency, not a, not a birth well, mom? Well,
1: I, I did not know how okay. it would come, and yeah. I knew it might come, but I was answering the phone at 2 o'clock in yeah. the afternoon just thinking it might be a friend. Right. It was before right. caller ID, <laughs> right. so right. I didn't know. And um, But she said, me saying that, just because she said, I'm so I'm so nervous too, and she was mm-hmm. able to be real about, yeah. you know, everything. Yeah. And then we proceeded to mm-hmm. talk for, I think it was about three hours, mm-hmm. and um, we just hit it off. Yeah. And then the next day, we did I did pick her up, and then she came to our home to visit.
2: The most beautiful thing, as, as Nancy stated, she was a strong Christian. Uh, she had made some, some in, by her own admissions, had made some poor yeah. decisions leading up to, uh, uh, she wasn't even from the state of Texas. It's kind of, you talk about how God connects all the dots uh, many times, uh, that uh, and she uh she was. She happened to be in the Houston area at the time at Lifehouse, and uh, and it just and, and, the, and with the, with this type of a, an open adoption, you talk about a faith walk. I mean, because anywhere along the way, uh, mm-hmm. the, the wheels can come off uh, from any direction, and so yeah. you just you just walk through it day by day. Mm-hmm. You talk about. Really walking day by day in faith because you just don't know. So this was like she was she was uh, seven months pregnant. I think it's time or six, six, or six, three, six to seven. Six. So we went through a relationship and it, all the way to the time of the birth, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And it just she stayed steadfast, mm-hmm. and we stayed as we tried to keep the proper uh, boundaries boundaries along the way. You're,
0: you're, you have feelings like what if she changes her oh, mind? Oh and, yeah, and Goodness. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and uh, all that. It and those happened. come fleeting. They flood through mm-hmm. and. Oh. Like a tornado come through and, and bowl you over, and then they leave. And,
1: exactly. Yeah. We wanted to be excited about the possibility that we would be having an, a yeah. baby in yeah. our lives, but we also were terrified. Mm-hmm. But we also, it was a faith walk, so yeah. we were just, you know, praying through the process. And the
2: day that our son was born, uh, down at Herman Hospital here in Houston, uh, we're still, I mean, it happens, 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever, and I think within three hours she had called us. And, uh, and said, would you like to come up? And we kind of, we, we were a little bit, we said, you know, we're, we're going to give you a little more space. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll come up a little later yeah. and stuff. And cause, cause she was so steadfast. I mean, in terms of, you know, I'm carrying this precious one, but, mm-hmm. it, but this baby mm-hmm. is going to be your baby. your baby. Yeah. And so she was awesome and it's, and she's still awesome. Mm-hmm. I, as you well know the story, we've, we've, we've been able to tell the story way more publicly yeah. and, uh, and she's, uh, she's, and we still have a relationship with her. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, I tell people all the time, you know, one of the things that, uh, about, about the kind of fears and the things that, uh, I think one of the questions that you may bring up later about some of the lies or the things that might mm-hmm. worry you, is we were never, we, we just considered this uh, just, you know, if it was open, we got to know a lot of people around her, and I mean, it's, we just didn't fear, they, these were just additional mm-hmm. relationships, we didn't fear that it was a competition, mm-hmm. it was just more mm-hmm. relationships, yeah. and uh, what do we have to fear, and yeah. uh, and we're, 30 years into this and we still uh we God has been faithful and it's it's been it's been a beautiful thing. So
1: It has.
0: What well, um what scripture was important or maybe still important as you think about uh your experience of adoption. You know, you mentioned this was a pretty significant and long-term mm-hmm. test of our faith.
2: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mhm. Well, one that comes to my mind as you're looking it up, Nancy, I was I was thinking about uh, I was just thinking about all the places in the Bible that talks about wait, wait, mm-hmm. wait. You know, in Psalm 37, I'm sorry, Psalm 27, uh, 14 says, "Wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart mm-hmm. take courage." Yes, wait for the Lord. Yeah,
0: you know that's brings up something important, which sometimes we misinterpret events and think. Well, if it didn't happen right away, God must not be in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Or, or if I have to wait mm-hmm. for it, it must be man made. Not mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit must not be involved in this. And, and that's not the case at all. As you said, the Scripture is pretty clear. Uh, God does a lot of work on us in the waiting.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: And also, the First Thessalonians five eighteen: Give thanks in all thir- circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, and so that was like we we. Even though we had a longing for a baby, we also were just the walk, mm-hmm. you know, the journey, yeah. and and we had our daughter, and we were just, mm-hmm. we were just grateful for the opportunity, and yeah. we were ministering to this young woman at the yes. same time while this was all going on, um, trying to befriend her, yeah. and you know, and and help and help her make the best yeah. decision for her life because it wasn't all about us yeah. in that. Path. You
0: know, I think about a couple different kind of people who uh, could be listening to this. So <clears> one <throat> I think about is someone. Um, maybe they're a couple in their 20s and, and they're struggling with fertility mm-hmm. and, uh, they're frustrated and scared and all, you know, 10 other emotions. What would you say to them about adoption? If This is kind of the, one of the things where, well, I guess that's an option. Is that, you know, second bet. What would you say to them?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I, I would say, well, it's, it's been beautiful for mm-hmm. us. It's been, it's been a journey. It isn't, it's, you know, it's like anything in life, what you go into it thinking it's going to be, mm-hmm. it it doesn't really kind of go that way all the time. But for us, I just, you know, I just was trusting and I hope that they would too, that the Lord would lead them to the right. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think the Lord puts that desire for family in your heart. Yeah. And I think that he needs some people to have birth children. You need some people Mm -hmm. to have, um, children that are adopted and that we just need to, we need to listen to the Lord for Mm -hmm. what, you know, and I, and he'll, he'll set your heart right for it. If it's, if it's the right thing, you know, if he wants you on that path Mm -hmm. and he'll give you the skills, Mm -hmm. he'll give you the skills and he'll give you the strength Mm -hmm. because there were, I mean, there, there were, there were tricky things about, especially with the open adoption, Mm -hmm. there were, you know, I mean, I, I had to be very conscious of um, our son's birth mother and her feelings. And, and we mm-hmm. talked, she, she and I became very, very close through mm-hmm. the years and would talk, you know, hours at a time. And she would ask me, she went on to have children. And she'd ask me, well, how do you parent your children? Mm-hmm. And I was always so touched by her, you know, referring mm-hmm. to her mm-hmm. birth son as my yeah. child. Yeah. And she's, you know, just beautiful. But I would just say to them, um, just just pray about it mm-hmm. and just. Trust that the Lord's mm-hmm. gonna, you know, lead you, and yeah. if you and if both people mm-hmm. aren't, you know, on the same page with it, it can happen because it yeah. did, you know.
2: Quick, quick story. Uh, we were in a seminar, uh, an adoption seminar, and we were there's like six or seven couples in there, and there was one couple I could tell that they were not equally yoked in this mm-hmm. area and, and I'm not to offend any engineers that are listening right now, but uh, I've always thought the guy was an engineer because <laughs> uh, he asked about a million questions, yeah. and it was obvious to me that he was trying to remove all risk yeah. from this process. And the, I think the guy that, uh, that facilitated it was an older gentleman who was a seasoned veteran. He just said, he said, Sir, if you're asking me to take all risk out of this process, I can't do that. Uh, says, but I'll tell you, if you had birth children... There's going to be a lot of risk in that too, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so yeah. he he said it more eloquently than I yeah. just did. But yeah. I think that that kind of plays into what Nancy said about adoption. I think it, it's it's it is it is you just got to understand what it is. But I, I look at it as, as you know biblically, we're adopted sons of yes. the Most High. Yes, and there's a very it's a high place, and we're we're mm-hmm. all adopted. Mm-hmm. And to think of it in those those cher- terms that that uh, that we chose to adopt, but God chose mm-hmm. to adopt us yeah. as His mm-hmm. son and daughter. Yeah. And so it just—it's just—it's all—it's to me—it's not the blood; it's the relationship. Yeah. In terms of that, now the yeah. blood of Christ, but I'm talking about uh, the—you know—birth versus adoption. Yeah. It is a powerful, powerful uh, uh, thing, and I and I, I would encourage a young couple to always consider that—that yeah. that it, uh, they, w- w- the mother and father are the ones that rear the child, love the child, bring the child up into the mm-hmm. the, the love and mm-hmm. reverence of God. That's that's the mom and dad. Yeah.
0: What would you say, I think, about a, uh, a young girl, maybe, or a young couple, and, um, you yeah, know, they found themselves pregnant, and yeah, maybe not unlike, you know, uh, some, some of the girls that you, mm-hmm. you guys connected with here. Now, I don't think we're saying, hey, all, every young person, you need to give a baby up for adoption, but what, what would you say to someone in, in that case?
1: It it is such a personal decision, Mm -hmm. you know, and I would say just, you know, pray fervently Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think that, and just know what you're getting yourself into. I I would say research, you know, and, and read and study and talk to people that have been through it, um, from both sides, single parenting, if that's the way it's looking for, you know, Mm -hmm. some unexpected pregnancies, Mm -hmm. that is a very difficult road know what you're getting into, mm-hmm. but I'm, you know, I, I can't emphasize enough. Just, you know, if they're a believer, just yeah. pray, seek the Lord's mm-hmm. will for that.
0: And though difficult, they're a believer. They have access to all of God's strength mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to face all the, all these challenges. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, I want to ask you two more things. Really, it's kind of the same question for two different people. One is if you sum up, you know, what have you learned about God or, or how has he revealed
2: himself to you through this experience? Well, for me, I think it's it's he's he's given me the strength and patience when I've needed it, <laughs> and just the assurance that uh, that, like I said, from getting back a few minutes ago, our testimony being that, that we're firmly convinced that uh, that he had her, he had our children picked out for us mm-hmm. from the foundation, and it's our responsibility to do our part mm-hmm. and uh, and to be faithful in that, and uh, and so it, I just I just see it through uh, all kinds of. Uh, confirmation of just uh, just a, a piece about it and uh challenges clearly but i f- i feel like and i give nancy most credit for uh, the because she's got a much better uh, uh let's see how can i say this delicately she she handles some of the things uh <laughs> better uh in, in the moment uh with uh, conflict and things like that but we uh but we she's a good bo- shock absorber she is, <laughs> yes yes but we both recognize <laughs> the fact that uh that 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 God thought uh, thought that we were we were the ones, yeah. and uh, and so we're just trying to, yeah. to do our part and pick up and go with it. Yeah. But I've just uh, I've never looked back, and we've never uh, we've never regretted it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, even even in even in the the valleys. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how would you sum that up? You know, for
0: a kid, so someone you know, I'm thinking second, third grader, nine years old. You know, you, how would you sum that up for them? That lesson. The lesson of adoption, oh, or the yeah, adoption, you know, adopt. Or your, your your story of uh, look, God has been sovereign in this and yeah. that. This is our kid. Always was our kid, mm-hmm. and everything from what, what are we doing? We're driving home. We, we don't have a crib. We have a nerd. Mm-hmm. what are mm-hmm. we doing? Mm-hmm. How we've we been so irresponsible for six weeks now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so his, and here you are. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if you if you could if the two those two kids those two kids those 20 year olds or so in that car driving from San Antonio <laughs> could could see this room now with <laughs> you two you'd be like relax it's going to be fine it's going to be ju-. what would you say to yourself
2: well i mean at, i'm glad you framed it like it, it makes it makes me think it's like it's like our our walk with god every day you take it one day at a time mm-hmm. you trust mm-hmm. him one day at a time and uh and you know I'll be honest with you, with everything we've talked about so far here, I think w- w- with, a, with a non-believer, I, 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 I don't know how they, they would approach some of these things and how they would handle some of the uh, the riskier things or some of the things that may... But, I mean, if you just walk with Him day by day, uh, he, and even, like I said, even the valleys, he, He's there with you, and with, He's mm-hmm. been with me, and I know He's been with Nancy. And, and so I would just say, uh, just take it one step at a time. Walk with Him. Delight in Him, and uh, He'll guide your path. Yeah.
1: This is slightly off the path but um I my vision of having children having mm-hmm. babies was all you had to do was love them lead them to the Lord and you'd live happily ever after they yeah. would they would accept your teaching they would accept <laughs> what you you know and I was very naive about that um but you know the Lord saw us through you yeah. know he every yeah. step of the way and he gave us the tools we needed he gave us the strength we needed and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Adoption mm-hmm. was different in yeah. res- the respect that there's a lot of genetic differences yeah. that you actually have. And I didn't, I just didn't really think through all of that. Yeah. However, it wouldn't have yeah. changed anything. I would it's different,
0: there. not worse.
1: That's right. Yeah. And it is different. And actually, that's what I had been thinking about that. A lot of times, people, when they find out that we have adopted, they say, Oh, that's so good of y'all that y'all did that. And I said, no, it's not, It's not. it wasn't a second choice. Mm-hmm. This was God's plan for us. Mm-hmm. This is, it's not like, oh, well, we couldn't have kids, so we'll adopt. This yeah. was, mm-hmm. I mean, we're the blessed ones. We're the mm-hmm. ones that got the, you know, God's grace on yeah. this. And so yeah. we, you know, I, that's the part that I have through the years. I see that people um, get are confused yeah. about because yeah. it's my first choice because it was God's choice for yeah. us.
0: I think that's a great uh, place for us to pause here. I want to thank you guys uh, for being here and sharing this story. Uh, Thank you for listening. And uh, do us a favor and give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have suggestions for other stories, contact me at Blake at grandparkway.org. And I think uh, if you uh, are curious about adoption or... What God may or may not be saying to you about it, Alan, Nancy, you guys would be open to mm-hmm. his conversations, yes. and you, f- you feel like you would love some one-on-one, one-on-two. Yes. Know. Okay. Excellent. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Blake. Thank you,
2: Blake. Bye.